2: Look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning.
1: Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone.
3: You found primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on v the Sports Betting Network.
1: It
2: is primetime action live from the South Point Tuesday night. Glad you could join us, Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, and Kelly Bidlin. Let's not sleep on Kelly, okay? Intro from Brent. Didn't sleep on Kelly. Kelly, how you doing, man? You good?
4: Hey, man, I'm doing great. Oh, just check doing it. fantastic. Just, just another
2: in. Tuesday. Hey, man, just another Tuesday. It's a <laughs> Tuesday with college basketball. Matt, what is your college basketball excitement level?
5: Oh, and lock of the say, night. I thought you were going to say my my lock of the evening.
2: And your lock of the evening. <laughs> which
5: I was going to look up and see which team was massively leading at this point, and I was going to tell you that team. Well, but uh, I don't see it. So I'll, instead I'll go with uh, Duke's going to get it done for Coach K tonight.
2: Final season for Coach K at Duke. Uh, New season. The swan song. The swan song. We didn't know it, but it was Roy Williams' final season last year at UNC. So it's going to be Hubert Davis there. Kentucky coming off a terrible season. We'll talk to Matt Cox from Three Man Weave if he has a play on tonight's uh, college basketball slate, including a couple marquee matchups in the Champions Classic. And a, a short NBA
5: card tonight. We have but three games. But three. But three games to talk about tonight. One is tipping off in about a half an hour. It is the Bucks and the Sixers. 7.30 Eastern, 4.30 Pacific right now. Milwaukee Bucks are 6.5 to 7 point road favorites over the 76ers. 2.15, 2.15 and a half. Uh, Your total on that one, remember, no Joel Embiid. He is in the COVID protocol for the Sixers. We have 9 Eastern, 6 Pacific, the Hawks and the Jazz. Jazz are 7.5 to 8-point home favorites, 222.5 your total there. And then 10 Eastern, 7 Pacific, Blazers and the Clippers. Clippers are 2.5-point home favorites, 221 is your total there.
2: All right, we have Teaser Tuesday tonight in the National Football League because you know why? It's Tuesday, so we do Teaser Tuesday. Uh, We'll talk about Odell Beckham Jr.'s next team. You can bet on it, at least you could, earlier today. Uh, when waivers was still a thing and <laughs> now that he's cleared waivers, we're not really sure if it's up anymore. But we'll discuss we'll discuss what those numbers were anyway and if they come back up. We'll uh, have a fun conversation yes. regardless. It'll be yeah, fun. We don't care it's a Tuesday. Yeah, we'll talk to we're Drew. We're gonna have fun tonight. We'll talk to Drew. D- We'll talk to Drew Dinsick about the NFL and the NBA. A lot of drama in the NBA last night. Lakers refused to foul up three, don't they, Kelly? Oh
4: up. my gosh, it was driving me! Uh, I didn't even have any money on the game, and I'm like, this is this is tough to watch. Really tough.
2: Foul to somebody. They uh did that in regulation. Had to endure overtime. Got away with it against the Hornets last night.
4: The one in regulation, it, it was. I'll at least kind of excuse them for that because they didn't have like a clear opportunity to foul. The one in overtime on the final shot, they absolutely should have fouled.
2: Uh, Steph Curry put up a 50-burger last night, fifty seven and 10 in the uh, triple-double categories. Also had a, a few assists, excuse me, a few steals as well, pardon me, and Warriors keep on winning. We'll uh, talk to Drew about that as well, and uh, Nikola Jokic went crazy last night. Well, he got, a little, got a little nuts there.
4: I, I got completely I had that on the second TV. I got completely distracted from the football game during that. I was like saw it out of the corner of my eye at first, and I'm like, did Jokic just run somebody <laughs> over on the court? That oh was uh, I got quite out of hand last night.
2: Yeah, so we'll uh, we'll do that. And Andy McNeil on hockey. So it's a it's a grab bag tonight.
5: I put an NBA prop tonight. What did you do? You yeah. got I played over on uh, Giannis assists at five and a half. Oh, did you? I did. Um, it, it's look, Drew Holiday is back for them so there's a little take a little bit of a knock on that Uh, he's averaging just over six assists a game as it is anyway right now Giannis's and the big thing was is this was plus money it was like a plus 127 so with that you do the probability got to hit about what is that like 44 point something percent of the time or something like that so like it's only got to hit about half the time for this to be a profitable bet for me. And you start to look here, Kelly, it's a team that has kind of been on a slow start here lately. There's that rumor that Giannis has been asking for more minutes to help out with their slow start and all that. So if you believe all that and plus this 76 ers team without Embiid out there, I would think there'd be more scoring opportunities as well for the Bucks side. So, uh, just took in when I saw it was just, when I saw it was plus money and, and, Given all of those things, national televised game as well. So, you know, if you believe in that whole narrative, you want to go down Narrative Street of them trying to show out a little bit tonight for that. Um, Anyway, plus money really is what kind of got me there. And, Projection has it, you know, somewhere closer to sixth and half assist. So, a little bit of value there. I got to be honest, though. There was one prop I was looking at tonight in
4: that game, and it was with Giannis, and was with Giannis's rebounds, uh, just because they're they're a little bit lighter up in the front court without um, knowing Joel Embiid for the 76ers tonight. Now, Andre Drummond's probably going to haul in 25 rebounds again. But when he's off the court... It uh, should be a little bit more room down low. We've seen him play the five a couple times this year. Giannis, they've, they have mm-hmm. messed around with that lineup a few times. So it wouldn't surprise me if they go to that a fair amount tonight. Or some injuries in that game, which probably let everybody know about. So uh no Joel Embiid, uh, Tobias Harris, he has been out. Obviously Ben Simmons. Seth Curry, though, who has been playing very well for the 76ers, out tonight, Uh that's pretty big for them. No Chris Middleton, he's been out battling COVID. And no Brooke Lopez on the Milwaukee side. Um the only other ones uh, injuries to take uh, note of tonight that six o'clock game with the ja- uh, Hawks and Jazz DeAndre Hunter and Bojan McDonovich both questionable right now for the Hawks as well as Mike Connolly for the Jazz so if you're looking to bet that game keep an eye on
5: uh, keep an eye on the Twitter feeds look for injury information. Gil, with only three basketball games. I don't want. I don't want to completely ignore our hockey fans out there. Please. So, please. We do have the Panthers and the Devils. That mm-hmm. is, uh, we have one, two, three, four, four puck drops happening right now. So, Panthers and the Devils. Panthers are minus 140 favorites, plus 120 on the Devils. We've got the Hurricanes and the Lightning. Lightning are minus 130 favorites. Hurricanes, plus 110 as underdogs there. We've got the Senators and the Bruins. The Bruins are minus 320. Sure. We can ask Andy why that was. Minus 320. Oh, right. Yeah, we can ask him as to why that was. Uh, Plus 250 on the Senators. And then the Canadians are minus 140 favorites at home against the Kings. There's a 730 Eastern puck drop between the Oilers and the Red Wings. The Oilers are minus 165 favorites, plus 145 on the Red Wings. Then an 8 o'clock Eastern, 5 Pacific. That's the Blues and the Jets. Jets minus 125 favorites, plus 105. For the Blues, 8.30 Eastern, 5.30 Pacific, Penguins and Blackhawks. We've got the Penguins as minus 140 favorites, plus 115 on the Blackhawks. 9 Eastern, 6 Pacific, the Sharks and the Flames. We've got the Sharks as, oh, Flames, I mean, as minus 235 favorites. 2 to 1 coming back on the Sharks. 10 Eastern, 7 Pacific, Ducks and Canucks. The Ducks and the Canucks. like that one already. We've got minus 150 on the Canucks. Plus 130 on the Ducks. And then uh, we've got the Kraken in the Golden Knights tonight. 10 Eastern, 7 Pacific. Minus 118 on the Knights. Minus 102 on the Kraken. I don't like that the Kraken are so close to the Golden Knights. This doesn't seem correct. I think the Golden Knights need to be much bigger favorites, so the Kraken, the crack, and the crack <laughs> need has to it lose in the rest of their whole, every game the rest of the season. What's
4: odd is I, I kind of thought the same thing when I saw that line too, but I don't know anything about hockey. Andy McNeil uh, coming
2: up later this hour. No one has any matching? Akron, I, Western or Michigan. I do.
4: I just I just put a bet in, Gil. I yeah. do. I, I talked to talked to Kenny White. Akron ride that... plus twenty five is what you took. No, I did not. Uh, I ride... know
2: what you did. You took Miami of Ohio.
4: Nope. I'm gonna ride the Kenny White heater, and even Amal Shaw was on this bet tonight too. Eastern Michigan minus six. So I'm gonna I'm gonna play mm. I'm gonna play a little match tonight. Mm. And then we also got the crew parlay going
2: tonight. Yes, we do.
4: So uh, we got a, what they end up doing? A four-teamer here all around the sports landscape. Look at this. So Bucks minus six in the NBA, lightning money line, Kansas Michigan State under 141.5 and, and Ohio Eastern Michigan over 61.
2: And, and Kansas Michigan State, the uh, first of the two Champions Classic games tonight. Uh, Kentucky Duke being the second one just tipped off. Did you know Remy Martin transferred to Kansas? Kelly, did you know
4: that? I that out like two hours ago. It's fantastic. That's exciting. All
2: right. Well, we'll follow that. NFL news today. Uh, Browns running backs Nick Chubb and Demetrius Felton both tested positive for COVID-19, sources tell ESPN. Both players are vaccinated, though, Uh, so their status for Sunday's game against New England remains in question. Each player would need two negative tests 24 hours apart to play. That from Adam Schefter. If that doesn't work out, Ernest Johnson from our Atlanta studios will play tonight.
5: Yes, there's... uh there's uh Kelly back there with the with the Browns ticket already, and and he was he was texting me this weekend, and he said, "Man, you know, I I sit here and I keep saying I want to play these early lines, and then I end up keeping and I play these early lines, and blah blah blah." He goes on and on. And here we go, Nick Chubb. <laughs> Nick Chubb. Third week in a row, <laughs> like, I've been like, burnt like, by a star player going <laughs> on the COVID list yeah. because I can't contain myself from playing the openers. The Browns had to, uh, had to go sign a running back off the street because they were one of the few teams out there that did not have one on, the, on, the, uh, on their practice squad. So they didn't even have a, a running back on the practice squad. They had a fullback on their practice squad, but they did not have a running back on their practice squad. So uh, they are going to have to go and, and get someone to come in there and – you know, serve as the emergency backup, essentially. Yeah. I one.
4: mean, the biggest, the biggest story out of this is just that it means Gil gets to say Ernest Johnson, uh, about <laughs> 17 times <laughs> more this week. And that it's like, a crowd favorite. It's a I,
2: crowd favorite. I feel like my Ernie Johnson imitation has deteriorated from first time. No, 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 it's, no. it's,
4: it's real. It's awesome because it's just like slightly above mediocre. Like it's not amazing, <laughs> but it, 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 it's close enough to be good.
2: I'll take it. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, also, Aaron Rodgers uh, says there's a small possibility, that's a quote, that he doesn't play on Sunday against the Seahawks at Lambeau. He's eligible to return to the facility uh, Saturday at the earliest, that from Match Nyman. And today, his uh, how'd you like his uh, non apology apology?
5: Yeah, yeah, I mean,
2: quote, I acknowledge I'm a role model to a lot of people. I made some comments that people might have felt were misleading. To anybody who felt misled by those comments, I take full responsibility. Hey, Matt, uh, when I punched you in the face, uh, to, to your face that if, if your face felt any trouble with it, I apologize to your It's
5: face. the it's the every guy has done to. this. Yeah. Every guy has done this to a significant other. Like, I'm sorry if you're upset. Like, you know, and, and she's like, that's not an apology. And you're like, no, 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 I'm sorry if you're upset. And she's like, that's that's not an apology. You're just all you're just saying is you're just acknowledging that I was upset. And it's like, no, no, no I'm really sorry if you're upset. Yeah, that was not an apology. I mean, no. the dude is just, yeah, no. I mean, he's, uh, uh, but going, circling back to to what you said, though, I did go ahead and and, and play the Seahawks at, at four, at plus four last night. I tried to catch it at three and a half this morning when it was plummeting. Um, So I went and played that last night because, again, like we talked about, we know for sure we're going to get Russell Wilson. There is at least a chance we are not going to get Aaron Rodgers, and so with that, I went ahead and played the plus four. Ones. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Oh, you did? Okay. Three and a half of the South. Like three right. and a half I might down. have to run out there. It's, it's three and a half most places, I think. Yeah. And uh, two is day-to-day. Although Brian Flores said if that day was today, it wouldn't be that day. It would be Kobe, uh, Jacoby Brissett today. But we'll see by Thursday. Coming back, Odell, VEASAN's primetime action.
3: Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today.
1: Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts.
3: You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VCN, the sports betting network.
2: With college basketball starting this week, now's the time to get your copy of our annual betting guide for only $10. This year's guide is everything you need to bet on the games all season long, including odds, trends, power ratings, and analysis for every team. Our team of experts, including Greg Hoops-Peterson, Matt Humans, and Tim Murray provide their predictions for win totals, futures, conference champions, tournament teams, and player awards. Sign up today and get your copy for only $9.99 at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. That's $9.99.
5: That's only $11.42 Canadian, mm. which I think is a really, really good – Bargain considering one of the things that we were offering earlier in the week was like 130 Canadian or something like that, <laughs> just, whatever it was. I don't know, I'm confused now.
4: It'd be the mid season uh, NFL uh, sign up.
5: Oh, that's
2: true. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Greg Zerline, Greg the Leg, Legatron, he's been placed on the reserve, uh, reserve COVID 19 list as well for the just, Cowboys. Just,
5: people are just getting COVID all over the place.
2: COVID. We hope that everybody is. Yeah.
5: Well, I mean, thing, but the the, and the reason we I was saying that to you about uh, about Chubb is because, I mean, we haven't seen any any of these people who have gotten it the week of get cleared the week of. I mean, like we, yeah. we, like any we haven't seen anybody yet who has gotten it, who has been who's been able to get the two negative tests in play. That week, but everybody has missed at least one game. They sure. I feel like some of the reports I read today sounded more confident about that, Matt, than I had heard of anybody else all year long. But that's all I kept thinking too, because there's nobody we've seen do this yet. So everybody's missed a game so far. Now maybe because they caught this one so early in the week, they're thinking that maybe there's you know that there's a chance or something. I think that's what it is. You know, but yeah, yeah. So. Um, there's always there's always that, but yeah, we haven't had anyone that's been able to, to do that yet. But the,
2: the lesson is always get your COVID strategically. Yes, early, early in, in the, the week. week.
5: Yes, you right. want to test positive on a Monday, if you can if you can possibly do
2: that. Remember that idea we had, like when they come up with the finalists for all the baseball awards, the three finalists that some book should put them up, some place in a far away location did, and they threw up an NL MVP as Bryce Harper minus one ten and Juan Soto minus one ten, and then Tatis was like a long shot. Apparently everybody is betting on Bryce Harper. Bryce Harper's now minus two fifty. Really? How dare they?
4: I'm surprised more books
5: wouldn't post that up. Post that. Post
2: it, baby. Juan Soto now plus one sixty five.
5: My guess would be uh, Kelly because the results are known, and so um, <laughs> right to be so,
2: in a legalized
5: jurisdiction. It, yeah. Yeah. yeah, It wouldn't be, it wouldn't be very smart to uh, to do that. Yes, because there are people who know who might
2: know what these the things. results are. That's right. That's very true. People <laughs> might know. All right. As far as Odell Beckham Jr. is concerned, so today he got he made it through waivers, and so these were up at DraftKings.
5: Strategy worked. Yeah. The I don't, I'm not playing for a bad team. I'm not basically saying you better not claim me. Is, is what he did, and it worked. And like, yeah. I just can't, I hate that he's getting rewarded oh. for this. Like, and he's going to get, and he gets to pick where he goes now. And it's just this is just so the, the, not they, how this uh, is supposed to work, Gil. It's not
2: how this is supposed to work. No. he's he's He told everybody, he basically told all the teams that are not
5: going to be in contention, don't you dare, because yeah. I will make your life a yeah. living hell. I want to play for a contender. And when you say, I want to play for a contender, he's basically saying, if you're bad and you claim me, I am going to disrupt the locker room and make your bad season yeah. even worse. And hey, coach, if you were on the borderline of getting fired, I will get you fired. <laughs> all of that yeah. was stated uh, between the lines. Yes. So, he didn't put it on Instagram or anything.
2: So we don't usually. I don't
5: think it was his TikTok.
2: We don't. We don't usually do this, but these were the lines when waivers was a thing.
5: So this, these were
4: the lines as of late last night, and I'll walk you through this. was about This is about one a.m. Eastern time. Okay, when I put these together. Um, so these were, and this is about when they opened up the market last night on DraftKings. So these were the numbers were last night. <laughs> When waivers, uh, when, the, when the waivers started going today, there were some reports out there that the Seahawks might pick him up off of waivers. The, they left the market up. These dramatically dropped to the Seahawks. At, I think it was like plus 120 or something. These are now off the board. Since he cleared waivers, the Seahawks didn't put in a waiver claim for him. So now that he's a free agent, I would expect these to go back up and maybe around similar numbers. This is obviously what DraftKings thought was appropriate last night, thinking he was going in through to pass the waiver process and then go into free agency.
2: So you heard that he is now thinking about it now. now. he won. Now that he's a free agent, he gets to call his shot. He wants to play for the Packers? There was a is,
5: report out there today. That was the report today, <clears throat> was that his team of choice was the Packers. But then we also heard that his team of choice was the Seahawks. And so – right. I don't really know. And then there's also re- reports that the Patriots were saying that they definitely think that they could make it work. And so I don't know. There's reports. If there's you're, reports. If <laughs> there you're, was a lot of reports. There are reports. If you're
2: Aaron Rodgers or if you're Russell Wilson, doesn't the thought of having him on your team just – and I know he can be great. He had great seasons. But the burden of having him on your team, like, oh, i got to feed him the ball X amount of times or else I'm going to hear about it. Doesn't it just make you want to go, Yeah, let's, let's not deal with it?
5: it well – from a Russell Wilson standpoint, I would the answer would be yes. Compared more right. to than the Aaron Rodgers, because at least you have Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf already, right? Like you are sitting there and you're Aaron Rodgers, and you've never had two good receivers on the team at the same time, right? I mean, like you could ba- you could maybe go back to. Back in the day, and, and if you want to say like the declining years, I guess, of Jordy Nelson or whatever, whenever he was on the team, there were two good receivers there. But I, I, his prime was was already passed at that point. So you look at that and you say like, man, what if we could just get half a season of him buying in? And I have him and Devontae Adams to throw to. That has got to be really, really, really appealing.
2: I don't know. Or he's like, I have such a good thing with Devontae. Why do I want to, why do I want to pollute this? You know which team would use him? The Chiefs. They could totally use or him. Or the
5: Patriots, because Patriots yeah. have no one with a pulse. Like, I mean... And
2: with those two teams, he can't make a peep. Because it's Belichick and, yeah. a, and a team that won the Super Bowl a minute ago.
5: And at least with the Patriots, you, are, you step in instantly at the number, as your a number, number one, one target at that yeah. point. Like, now you're, like, at least with them, right? Like, so you go to the Chiefs, you're competing with Tyreek Hill, you're competing with Travis Kelsey, you go to the Seahawks, you're competing with Metcalf, you're competing with Lockett. You go to the Patriots, you're competing with a couple of tight ends. You know? Like, well, that's, that's where your target competition is coming from, from John U Smith and Hunter Henry. So if this goes
2: back up, what we're saying is don't bet the Lions. That yeah. would not be a
5: good
4: wager. <laughs> yeah, I was surprised they were as low as they were. I mean, what, what about the other one? I guess you could say the same thing about that with Matt. Would be the Saints. But I don't know he, if
5: they have the money. Like that's the okay. like I would have and said. Is he, and is he going to want to play with Trevor Simeon? Right. Like that and 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 I don't know if they have the money. I mean, like so they couldn't even put in a waiver claim because they didn't have the money. They would have to figure out how to restructure someone and all this, that, and the other. And I don't know if they're I don't know if they're willing to do that for a rental. Like you know, like. Because they're not going to pay him, they're not going to pay him next year for sure. Because Michael, well, in theory, Michael Thomas is coming back, and they have him on a big contract or whatever, and they can't afford to do that. So, I just can't see them kind of moving heaven and earth for a half a season rental. Uh, I, I don't see them doing it. But you know, if you're the Patriots, if you think, I mean, they're sitting, they're sitting in a playoff spot as we sit as as we speak right now. Yeah. With. A fairly talentless wide receiver core, and so if you could bring in one dude, and if if you thought for sh- if you thought you could get him to buy in and be like, you are unquestioned the number one, you're going to get all the targets. Just come in, shut your mouth, and play good. Um, Here's what I want to know what's yeah. the,
2: what's the number of phone calls that are incoming from teams to OBJ, and what are the outgoing number of phone calls from his camp to specific teams? Are those two numbers equal, or does one Exceed the other.
5: Every time I think that any of these receivers don't get interest, they always do. So it's probably he's getting a ton of calls. I, I imagine there's getting a ton of calls, dude. I don't. We know, keep saying man. this about Josh Gordon. Josh Gordon keeps getting jobs like over <laughs> and over and over and over again. This guy had one good season a decade ago, and he still gets jobs. Like, yeah, I but mean, he's not a
2: pain. Like, I mean, that's the thing. It's like well, kind of. Well, not in the same way. This guy, this guy ruins games. I just think he's that guy at this point. Anyway, if somebody's. So listen, is your, is I'm not point, saying that it's a null set. Somebody's going to call him right. and he's going to play for a team. But I'm just guessing, and I have no way of proving that, that it's far lower number than we think it is.
4: And do you think you. So will you, when you're asking that question, you're, you're saying that you think he might have to be trying to sell himself a little bit to some of these teams? I'm
2: sure there's one or two teams that want him. But I'm. I bet you it's a lot lower. I bet that yeah. that number is way lower than we think. It is.
4: I think that I think it's a good question. I I think that that is probably pretty split. I'm sure he's getting a ton of calls. But is it the calls from the teams he definitely wants? Right. You know well, what I mean? Because he
2: eliminated half of them artificially, right? He eliminated more than half the league by saying what he said. So that's already what are you down to? Okay, the remaining amount of teams is thirteen or fourteen, whatever that comes out to. And then you got to be half of those who are like, oh, I don't want to deal with them. Maybe yeah, more. When I think, I
4: think we talk about a team like the Packers, right? It is like, it is. Hey, we're what are we eight and not seven and two right now? Is that what they are, seven and two? But um, but he'll end up somewhere because, as you said
2: before, Matt, he's had five great seasons. It's not like he's Josh Gordon, yeah. who we haven't seen a great season from in a
5: decade. If, if I had to have made a bet on this, or if I if if these numbers were available today, which you know we know they would drastically change with the information we had, I it'd be Patriots or Packers, and then I wouldn't bet on any of the other teams. Like, it would just be one of those two. Not, it the, just, Chiefs. It Not just the Chiefs. It just makes the most sense for those two teams. And and I just, uh, you know again, it just makes a ton of sense for the Packers if if Aaron Rodgers believes that he can what if Aaron Rodgers is done with them? hey man, we're both gone next year anyway. Yeah, let's right. just like let's yeah. just go win a championship. We're both out of here next year as it is.
2: Could be.
4: Keep could checking be. DraftKings player futures. That's where this market has been posted at.
2: Okay. Very nice. We'll come back. Teaser Tuesday, and we will talk about last night's game. We must VSN's primetime action.
3: You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSN, the sports betting network.
2: Back on primetime action, we have a new prop tracker now available on vsin.com. You should know about It's all there for you to keep up with key NFL props. Head to vsin.com to get current odds as well as the movement each week to follow the trends and find the best value. Track the odds for MVP, head coach, rookie of the year, and more. Check out the prop tracker. Betting splits, key trends, and matchup data for every game now at slash NFL.
5: What happened to the music? Music just dropped out. Oh, I thought we were going to have the breaking news about Sam Darnall. Oh, please. We have a fractured scapula. Ouch. And is expected to miss several weeks per source. That source knows everything.
2: That source. Per source source knows all. So PJ Walker
5: is your quarterback. As we sit right now it looks to be that way, yes. Um, yeah. Not that this is going to change the way that you were viewing that game. They are 10-point dogs, as it is anyway.
2: To the Cardinals. To
5: the Cardinals, who are likely to be with Colt McCoy. Game so, has
2: been pulled from the boards, though, with
5: this news. Uh, yeah.
4: Wow.
2: So it could be Colt McCoy versus P.J. Walker. Yeah. <laughs> The other one could be Aaron Rodgers versus Russell Wilson.
4: It has been reposted already a couple places at 10.5. A, a little half, point. <laughs> half okay. point. A
5: little half point adjustment. So
2: that's what Sam Darnold means versus PJ Walker is a half, half point.
5: point. <laughs> 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 they're like, at 10 and 10.5, 10 it should be noted. Like a little bit different path to the other they like, guys, we got to pull it. We got to pull it, like, What's he worth? And they're like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. let like, call it a half point. A half? <laughs> Put it up at a half point. Let's go. <laughs> uh,
2: can we talk about this game last night real quick before uh, before we go to teaser Tuesday? So I did a whole thing on it this morning, a whole rant on it. I, I, I just lost my mind. but th- I, I let me preface it the same way I prefaced it this morning by saying, the one my biggest pet peeve is sports betters who think games are fixed and who thinks right, and who think the stupidest thing in the world and who think games should have investigations and all that kind of stuff. I hate that. I think it's brain dead stuff. 99.999% of the time. Now, I won't say that, this, that, that, that last night's game was fishy, because I don't believe in any of that, but I, I will say this, and uh, Captain Jack had written a tweet about it last night, and he said it best, which is, if somebody wrote out the tweet, I might press send. Let's put it that way. I would go that for That game last night was the most horrifically officiated game I think I ever remember seeing. The Steelers beat the Bears by the final score of 29-27. to 27. And this game featured a, a Bears touchdown down 14-3 to three that was negated by a phantom block below the waist. There was no contact made. Two plays later, after it became third and goal from the 15-yard line as opposed to the uh, goal-to-go situation at the doorstep, uh, then Justin Fields was absolutely hit after the play. Big Ben had just gotten coughed on earlier and they called it. Justin Fields, no flag. They had to settle for a field goal, 14 to 6. Fast forward through a whole bunch of stuff later in the game, 23 to 20. And it's a third down with over 3 minutes left in the game for the Steelers right around midfield. And then Big Ben is sacked. Sacked by um by the by the uh by the Chicago Bears specific, specifically Cassius Marsh and Cassius Marsh does a little uh, karate chop kick, goes towards the Steelers bench not close to it, says nothing. Flag taunting. The Bears are forced to use two more time two timeouts on that subsequent drive so the rest of that drive for the Steelers. and the Steelers end up with a field goal to go up six points. And the mainstream media more than one person today would say, oh the NFL is so thrilled. That the Bears came back and scored because it makes them off the hook to some degree. I heard that from more than one person. Stop saying that nonsense. It completely changed the rest of the game because they had to use two timeouts. And they did go down six points. So it was just a travesty of a, of a game from an officiating standpoint. Please stop with the fixing stuff. I don't believe that. I think it was just incompetence. Um, more than it was anything else. But just it, – it, it's a black eye
5: on the league, that game last night.
2: It was terrible.
5: Yeah, it's – you know, this happens – this happens more – I mean, you know, the whole fixing stuff, it's because everyone's watching the same game and it's – any island game, you get all that nonsense. Like, when if you watch any of the games that I do – I mean, I watch every single game every single week. There's a play like this that goes on in every single game every week because these referees at this point – and there has to be a point where – the league sits down and says guys this has to be a we can't we can't no longer go with just kind of this gut feeling it's got to be like an 80% positive on these calls or you're keeping the flag like in your in your pocket like you you cannot be going like eh. All right, all right and, you know, and, and
2: what happens to New York calling them, like specifically not the taunting because that's subjective, but what about the, the the block below the waist? Can't someone from New York go down because as they, they do all the time, yeah. be like, hey, just pick up that flag. Nothing happened.
5: Yeah, it, it's the, there. There has to be something that comes into play next year. I mean, we, we've gotten to the point now where it's at a fever pitch of all these of everybody being able to to see. Just I mean, you know, we saw instant replays of. The, I mean, that's the other thing. Like in the era that we live in with social media and all the stuff. Like, I mean, we can instantly see when they make these glaring, massive, huge mistakes and then everybody sees it. And then it gets blown up even more. And the thing about last night, there were two different, you know, two different ones and they, you know, listen, they were Island games. And so, yeah, they're amplified, but that last night. And then that, and then that roughing on, on Aaron Donald, like, you know, that is, there are two calls that again, we, there's no way to know, whether the Bears would have won that game or not, there's no way to know whether the Rams might have put any sort of comeback together whatsoever. We have no idea. Like, we, we, we cannot say that for sure. But what you can say is the strategy after those calls are made completely alters. Of course. The whole game is different. And so you you cannot sit there and, and say that, like, oh, well, the Rams ended up losing by X amount anyway. Or oh well you know the Bears they scored it yeah but that's all that 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 doesn't have anything to do yeah right that doesn't have anything to do with how the game would have played out had the had it just played had it just gone normally and they would have either you know in in the Bears case not had to use timeouts in the Rams case they've gotten the ball back and then you know who knows what goes on from there it's just it it was last night that one. That thing last night, this whole taunting thing, it was a disaster the first month of the season. And then it kind of slowed down a little bit. And then to kind of pull it out of nowhere last night, in that moment, in that spot, in that
2: game. was off the charts. Like, out loud, I'm screaming by myself. Like, just, you got to be kidding me. You cannot do that there. You cannot. By the way, for his part, just to be fair, uh, this is from pool reporter Adam Hodge, Tony Garente, the lead ref, uh, I have to judge, this talking about now the block below the waist that negated the Bears' touchdown. I have to judge that there was contact, and that's what I judged. Adam Hodge, so you judged there was contact? Correnti, yes, I did. From my perspective and in my position, yes. Well, there wasn't. Nobody from New York corrected him. And then uh, as far as as far as far the, uh, the the taunting call, to Correnti in the uh, pool after the game, pool report, he moved towards the bench in a posture that I felt was taunting. You felt it, and you changed the entire game. Right. Felt it. I will say this, and I said this this morning as well. The Bears' thing with being offsides, though, last night—can we just say this for a second? What the hell were they doing, being offsides every yeah. single? Day? Like uh, the, it's almost like the coaching staff was like, <clears throat> "Hey, guys, just be offsides every single play and dare them to call it every play."
4: I, I, yeah, that was wild. I mean, just it's the, so weird. Just the amount of flags in the game. Whether you want—I mean, whether it was on the team, like, you know, like the Bears in this situation, or on the refs, it was just. It was incredible, kind of, kind of spoiled the product, but I think we were all happy to see the Bears. Uh, I mean, get at least do what they did, but then leave a little too much time on the clock there.
5: But Justin Fields, man, he looked like he grew up last night, right, right before our eyes. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of the the other big takeaway from this, other than the, like you know, also. As Marsh is running off, like the referee kind of hip checked him Oh, and that was the other threw. thing. Oh, hip checked him.
4: By the way, I had to watch that like four times. I, I didn't know what people were talking about. And I saw totally that. Totally hip checked him multiple times. By the fourth time I watched it, I was like oh, this is
5: what they're talking yeah. about. Yeah. And he, he kind of did. He like, did. Cur- Currency
2: claims that was not why the flag was thrown.
5: And then as I stated so eloquently on the Twitter machine, I was like, threw the flag <laughs> so high in the air and yes. held the pose as if he was like auditioning for Dancing with the Stars or something. <laughs> it was, or like, an, it was like, like an NBA
2: player yeah, posturing it was like, after a three. was like,
5: oh, let me throw that flag like that. It was. Uh, it was, that was so ridiculous. But the other big takeaway from last night was, Look, Justin Fields, we we have, been, we have been very, very, very critical of his early on play, as we should have, because he was bad. But if you are a Chicago Bears fan, you can walk away from that game last night because that Steelers defense is one of the top half defenses in the league, if not a top 10 defense in the league. And what you saw last night was a guy who started to get a little bit more composed, who started to not freak out in the pocket, who started – to actually have a little bit of accuracy with his downfield throws as well. And then, even better, Kelly, he knew when to tuck that ball and run it, didn't yeah, he, baby? Yeah, hey, yeah he did. did. Yeah, he knew yeah, he when did. to tuck that ball and run it. Give, Give us a winner, Not baby. to hand it off to, to Khalil <laughs> Herbert. He knew that as well. Oh, he man. knew that one. That was, I, that was that. was really, really nice. That, that was, really was about
4: nice. as, as intensive a Monday night when we got home as I can remember because I, I was in about a 10-minute span. And I don't even remember what. It was like that taunting call. Carl Anthony Towns banking a three in like, from half court to go to overtime, which was incredible. And then Jokic absolutely destroying more. Yeah. We got to talk about that later. Oh, all, all most absurd things
5: i Bo on this, though. Yards per play last night. Bears 7.1 4.2 for the Steelers. The Steelers team is not any good. I don't care if they're 5-3. and three. Not any good.
2: It's the most disgusted I've ever been with an NFL game. Period. We'll come back. Hockey, Andy McNeil, given this context of the early season. Next, Beeson's primetime action.
0: At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field.
6: Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.
3: This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com, that's angi.com, or download the app today.
5: Step into the world of power, loyalty
3: You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VisaN, the sports betting network.
2: The Visa midseason football special is here. For only $99, you get everything Visa has to offer from now to the end of the NFL playoffs. Daily best bet emails, 24 7 video streaming, betting splits for every sport, point spread weekly, plus in depth data and analysis on Visa.com, and the upcoming College Hoops betting guide. College Hoops starting tonight, actually, early today. It's a great deal at only $99 for the rest of the football season. $99.
5: Hold on. We're going to we're doing something different with this one, Gil. What are we doing? Finish finish fin- finish this out because I'm gonna go oh. I'm gonna blow people's minds
2: sign up now at Visa.com slash subscribe.
5: It is only .0015 Bitcoin. Oh, I see what you did there. So if you have the crypto. It's for the kids. If yeah yeah, if you have the crypto, .0015 bitcoin. Is what that'll run you. What's a Bitcoin got you, get not, you these not days? Not sure we're
4: accepting Bitcoin at VEASAN, but yeah.
5: What, what is a Bitcoin uh, worth this, these days? What is it now? Let's see. A one. One Bitcoin equals? Is $67,000. $67,000.
2: <laughs> Hope that doesn't blow up in anybody's face. Uh,
5: they've already made some. It doesn't matter at this point. They've well, already made people, so much money, it doesn't even matter. But that's it the story with everything these days, matter. right?
2: That's with your top shot. and All, all the first people, All oh, they make their money. They've made the money. Oh, we should have another segment about that. The money's done. Let's talk some hockey. Andy McNeil, everybody, at Digital Gambler. It is Lair in Edmonton, Alberta. Let's wave that ca- that Canadian flag through the screen and reveal Andy. How you doing, Andy?
7: I'm doing all right. How are you?
2: Doing well, Winnipeg Jets hat tonight? What does that mean? What are we doing?
7: That means a big bet on the Winnipeg Jets, but they're, uh, you know, it's uh, kind of out uh, of range now because uh, that was due to some news Early this morning, that uh, Mark Scheifele would be back in the lineup. He was questionable. Um, the St. Louis Blues are missing uh, a handful of players, a couple of guys on uh, in COVID protocol, um, a couple of injuries, uh, and uh, this line moved pretty quick. But I, I did see some value at minus one ten and minus one fifteen.
5: Andy, we have our 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 crew is on a multi-sport parlay tonight and one of which is the Tampa Bay Lightning as part of that parlay. Did you see anything in that game whatsoever or do we have a bunch of uh, morons downstairs?
7: <laughs> uh, is that the only way I can answer the question? Is they're morons or uh, I mean, kind of putting me in a tough place here? Um I I, I, I lined that game around minus 115 in favor of the Lightning, so I uh, I think it was a, a bet with negative expected value. Let's let's say that.
5: Look at him tiptoe and dance Man. around that, was well that done. one. That was well done. Yeah. That was a good little tiptoe and dance right there. Well done, Andy. Well, well done, done. Uh, Andy. Panthers, Hurricanes,
7: oh, yeah. Oilers. Bring that up. <laughs> well, I mean, these. Th- I'm the only guy that can bet on an undefeated team and turn them into a 10 and 0 team <laughs> into a 10 and two team. Uh, but that's 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 what's happening tonight. It looks like uh, I, I was on the Panthers last night, and uh, that didn't work out, and uh, ended up on the Panthers here before, uh, right before puck drop, due to the fact that Dougie Hamilton he was supposed to come back, or it looked like he was going to come back, but uh, he didn't end up uh, taking the ice for warm up. So some value opened up there, but the Panthers uh, blew an early lead and now trail two one.
2: That was my that was my question. He anticipated it. How are you the only guy on earth that could cool off? These, this hockey team. But there you go. The cooler. You. Did you just call him the cooler? I yes. believe I did. <laughs> <laughs> no, no I'm kidding, night. Andy. You anticipated it though. No, Andy's the cooler. Andy. Uh so
7: yeah, my, my closing line value converter is uh is broken these days. It's not uh it's not turning out any winners. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well,
5: I, I tried to buy I tried to buy something with my uh San Francisco 49 nineers CLV this past weekend as well. It didn't they didn't take <laughs> they didn't accept it as currency, uh, shockingly enough. What else did you have besides the Jets tonight?
7: Uh, I am also on well the Panthers obviously I'm on the Pittsburgh Penguins that's another one that that really uh, blew up um, after marc Andre Fleury was confirmed I grabbed minus 120 minus 125 and a, and a few minutes later it was minus 135 now minus 140 um, not not sure why it blew up I I didn't see that much value in it but uh, I guess somebody else did um, and I'm also on the Ducks here uh, 135. It looks like that's at plus 130 now. Um, that was a half-size bet. I'm not sure if Trevor Zegers, the, the the superstar rookie for the Anaheim Ducks, is going to play. He did warm up prior to the last game, um, but didn't end up playing. So, I mean, I think that's encouraging. Um, but the big thing here is Yaroslav Halak is in goal for the Vancouver Canucks. Um, and, and he's a, a big downgrade from Thatcher Demko, who has started a lot of games for the Canucks so far this season. Not real people.
5: Um, Kraken versus the Golden Knights <laughs> tonight. Uh, we're looking at this line, and it is it is far too close. The Kraken is the, are the worst team in the NHL. They're going to lose every game the rest of the year. And why are we looking at this uh, at this Golden Knights line so close here? Is it all is it, what, what's going on with the Knights right now?
7: Well, they've been arguably one of the worst teams in the league since losing Mark Stone and Max Patchready, and uh, now, uh, Wild Bill Carlson, uh, it's uh, it's it's really not looking good. I mean, they're you know in the bottom of the league in terms of uh, expected goals and scoring chances and and he shot share. Uh, they're just getting outplayed and outchanced uh, night night in night out. Um, and the Seattle team, I mean, they're pretty good defensively. They're missing a, a big scorer in Jared McCann. But I uh, I saw that line last night. I, I believe the Kraken were around plus one fifteen, and I was hoping that it was going to be uh, in that range when I woke up this morning. But uh, it had already moved, so uh, that that didn't end up on my card, unfortunately. But I, I did I did see some value in the Kraken as an underdog for sure.
2: Uh, nothing from the propagator tonight.
7: Yeah, there's a couple of plays. Uh, I did have have some. Uh, some uh, personal things going on today that kind of hampered me really diving into um, into the player props. But uh, in the Calgary game, uh, Mikhail Backling uh, at DraftKings plus 155 over two and a half shots. He's had trouble getting over that mark, but he's he's right in the thick of things every night with with two shots. I believe he has gone over once in the last uh, week and a half or so. Um, but this line has climbed. It was priced around plus 125 about a week ago, and now, like like I said, it's up around plus 155. Uh, so that's a bet I like. And and Matthew Kachuk, another another Calgary Flame, he's on the top line. He'll get a lot of top power play minutes uh, against this uh, San Jose Sharks team that you know is missing several players uh, due to injuries and, and COVID and whatnot. Um, but the, the Flames, they, 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 they generate a ton of shots and, and Kachuk should go over the, the, shot, uh, the two and a half shot uh, total a lot more than, than the minus 120 line implies. So those are two Calgary Flames that I, I like to go over their uh, two and a half shot totals tonight.
5: Andy we get these constantly updated lines at the sports books and, and that's one of the things we don't don't get here in Vegas, but the rest of the country does. And so is there anybody that you were high on preseason or low on, I should say, even preseason that either started hot or started cold here? and these adjusted lines that are coming out is, is some value one way or the other either on betting you know under on point totals or whatever it might be or, or division whatever it might be? Is there anything that may be a bet to be made right now?
7: Um, I, I haven't I haven't uh, really got into that a whole lot like as far as adjusting uh, the, the season projections um, but I, I do think there, there's there's probably some value in a, in a team like the Flyers to miss the playoffs uh, or actually a team like the Blue Jackets to miss the playoffs and I'm not I'm just trying to pull pull things up mm-hmm. right here um, and see if I can get it uh, Columbus Blue Jackets. Uh, maybe they're not. The, they're, it's minus 600 to miss the playoffs. But if I had to guess, I think that would probably be a, a plus EV line. Uh, the Blue Jackets have, have started off really hot. They've they've missed out on Patrick Line. He's going to be out for four to six weeks. Um, and this team has been just uh, atrocious. Their underlying numbers are horrible, but they're clipping along and they're outscoring teams right now. But I don't think that's going to continue. Um, but, but no, obviously, minus 600 is a pretty tough sell for <laughs> your average better.
2: Um, I think I asked you this on another show on a numbers game but I'll ask you this here on primetime, which is uh, dovetailing off what, what Matt just asked you at what point do you sort of say your priors your preseason work when do you th- when are you okay throwing it out the window in other words when have you seen enough if something bucks what you thought where you're like where you get beyond well small sample size that when is it enough sample size
7: um uh, we're getting there I mean, after today, tonight, uh, every team will have played at least 10 games. I believe the Bruins are the last uh, team to get into the double digits here. They, they played nine games heading into tonight. Um, and we'll have a few teams that have played 14 games. So, I mean, over the course of the next week, uh, you're going to know who these these teams really are. Um, some of these hot starts are, are going to correct themselves. Some of these slow starts uh, are going to do the same. But, um, you know, I think, for the most part, we've, we've pretty much uh, got a handle on who these teams are. We know who the good teams are and who the bad teams are. Uh, but it's, it's just a matter of uh, injuries and things like that really shaking out. Because, you know, for a team like the Avalanche, they really haven't been healthy yet this season. And uh, really haven't started to put it together. So, you know, what happens when they're healthy? What happens when the Pittsburgh Penguins are healthy? Um, there, there's a lot to shake out in, in terms of injuries and things like that that can really uh, impact the standings. All right. Andy
2: McNeil, everybody. You can follow him on Twitter at digital gambler. Some hockey uh, picks for you tonight if you want that kind of action. Thank you, Andy. I'll talk to you on a numbers game later this week, sir. All right. Take care, guys. Andy McNeil, everybody. Your hockey fix. I'm so
5: glad we got it today.
2: We got a college basketball fix coming up. We got an NBA and football with Drew Dinsick. College basketball with Matt Cox from Three Man Weave. We got it all. We'll update all the scores as well right here on Prime Primetime Action next.
0: If you dare.